Good morning, everyone. Thank you for listening to us for waking up early to take care of the program. We really appreciate it. Yes. How was your week? Let me think. Oh, it was a lot of work, but it was a good week. Thank God. What about yours? Thank God. Trying to, to manage the off time. <laughs> I'm sure that time's not be over yet. Maybe we saw sad news yesterday on social media. Great Samuel Postal asked. Yes, I was so, was, uh, so sad. So, uh, so sad about that. Wow. I had to call them a pastor in the church too. Because um, I, uh, yes, I, I was in the house mm -hmm. for the long time. I had to make a call. How possible was it? An accident was it? What happened? You know, just a cool guy. He was healthy. May his soul rest in peace. Fifty-one years of age. Trials. Need his mark. So today, um, it's the last Saturday of the month. It's usually dedicated to questions and answers, which we still would be doing. However, we'll be focusing on the men today, as last Saturday, um, the bulk of Olumide's uh, message was addressed towards the women. And so, I mean, gender balance, yes, amazing. So today is for the men. Uh, so get every man connected to radio or listening to us via our app Nigeria Info FM, listen to us online www.nigeriainfo.fm forward slash Lagos and even women don't uh, tune up because there's a man in your life and there would be men in your life you know so um, everyone pay attention and listen we don't get any at the time because these days time is to be running from us <laughs> yes, uh, thank you very much uh, last week we spoke about the women. What I did was compile from uh, January 2021 to uh, November 2022, which is almost uh, two years. And we looked at the causes, the, the causes for uh, the domestic violence, the separations <coughs> and the divorces. And we classified the various causes for women. Today, the same, uh, process, but for men, the Oxford Dictionary defines a man as an <coughs> adult male. So today we are talking to the, in fact, male in short. In uh, my compilations for the past two years, I found out that there are four major reasons, four major reasons why uh, men miss miss it, marry wrong, mismatch, mismarry. Four major problems affecting men in, in marriages. It's five, but one leads to the other, so I would group them together. The number one, as, what, as was with the women, was the spiritual factor. The fact that they believed that God told them that this was their wise because, you know, they prayed and some, you know, some, some form of uh, spirituality based on someone's claim that they heard from God that this is your wife or they prayed about it they would say they felt peace uh, they prayed about it they said they felt okay the second problem was men marrying people they did not date and did not really know and this was 
mainly by a lot of recommendations. Men said, well, uh, somebody introduced them to me, my aunt, you know, especially, you know, it was time for me to marry and they introduced this girl to me. And because of the position or the respect of the person that introduced them to you, you believe that this person also must be good. So they married just based on introduction. They married, they did not date. They did not get to know the person. They just married. We were introduced and two months later we got <coughs> married. There was someone who two weeks later got married after introduction. So the problem was that a lot of men did not really date, did not really know the character of the woman that they married. They now started discovering after marriage. But the problem was that if they had known what they knew before marriage, they wouldn't have married. Then the third problem was long distance relationships. A lot where, you know, uh, I was abroad, she was here, or I was in the north, she was in the east, or I was in the west, she was in the south. Uh, then marrying from their tribe, a lot of them was like, we are from the same place. That is number four. Marrying from their tribe, and um, under marrying from their tribe, uh, you know, the fifth problem was tradition and culture. We had series of issues where the problem was not with the man, husband, or with the wife. It was with the tradition and culture. That is where the emissaries of tradition and culture now start interfering with the marriage of, uh, you know, the emissaries of tradition and culture are usually the elders in our homes, our fathers, our mothers, our uncles saying, this is not how we do it, this is how we do it. You know, it started shaking the balance of the home. So, you know, I cannot hit this problem of spirituality hard enough. I would tell them, how is it in the Bible? Where exactly is it in the Bible that God said, this is your husband, this is your wife, to anybody. What prophecy? What? Where was it written in the Bible? Who did it happen to that God said, this is your husband? They said, all will now go back to the story of Adam and Eve. You say, well, it was God that brought Adam to Eve. So this has caused me a lot of heartache. When religion and a doctrine will make people choose people that they do not know and then marry and after marriage would now be a problem you know 87 percent of failed marriages that is separations divorces domestic violence and abuse are from christian marriages that is a confirmed statistic we had done that in you know in partnership with two other ngos uh, that was about two years ago before it was 84, 84%, it had risen to 87% in four years. And the question always arose, that why is it that Christian marriages are failing more than other marriages? This statistic, tell, this statistic tells you that the fact that you're a Christian makes your marriage more likely to fail than succeed. Why? The major problem was this marrying strangers in the name of a voice in the name of somebody told me or i went to pray they went here and somebody said this is my wife and you just you don't even date you just marry because god has said this is okay 
then they used the story of Adam and Eve. So I would, in five minutes, show you something that you have not seen. I've not heard it, but I will show you. I've not heard it from anyone in their teachings, but I will show you. Let's go back to the story of Adam and Eve. When God created man, Genesis 1.27, I apologize to non-Christians, but this is a Christian issue. I'm still coming to that which would concern you. But when you look at Genesis 1.27, I will be fast. God created man in his own image. And Genesis 2.15, it goes on, and the Lord took man and put him in the garden. 2.16, the Lord God commanded man not to eat from the tree of good and evil. From the beginning, you would notice that man had no name. God called him just man. And the dictionary definition of man is an adult male. He did not have a name throughout the beginning. He was simply referred to as man. When you see Genesis 2.16, and the Lord commanded man, he was referred to as man. There was no name until Genesis 2.18, where God said it is not good for man to be alone. He would make him a helpmate. And suddenly, when God decided that it is not good for man to be alone, Genesis 2.19, God said and named him Adam. And God said unto Adam. It was after the fact that God said he would not be alone when God decided to give him a woman that God now gave him a name called Adam. He was no longer referred to as man. There is a significance there because the time and the day, that point in time that God decided to make a woman was that point that God now felt he should have a name and named him Adam. And what is the meaning of Adam. When I was growing up, I was told that Adam means the first man. But I found out now that Adam comes from the Greek, Greek word Adama, which means earth, which means soil. <coughs> he was made from the earth. He was made from the soil. So Adam means earth, soil. Something we all seem to miss in this story. And uh, where I am going here is Genesis 2.19. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that is every living creature, that was the name thereof. So this was the pattern of God. He will create something, then bring it to Adam, and Adam would name it. Then he will create another thing, bring it to Adam, and Adam will name it. That was the tradition. If you look at it again, Genesis 2.19, and out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name. So God will create the cow, bring to Adam, Adam will name. God will create the mice, bring to Adam, Adam will name. That is very significant. And then God now decided I would make him a helpmate. And then in Genesis 2.22, God took a rib, caused him to sleep, and made a woman. And then brought her unto Adam. Adam. <laughs> 
again. And Adam, seeing this now, said, Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. And then said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and cling to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Do you notice that God had a tradition of bringing everything he created to Adam to name? But when God brought the woman, Adam did not name her, but called her a woman, which just means an adult female. So she had no name. The reason God brought Eve to Adam was to name her and not for him to marry her. Because when you look at this, he said, this is not bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, it shall be called woman. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, be joined to the wife, and they shall become one flesh. Adam was the first person to use the word wife. He refused to name her, but gave her a title, woman, which is adult female. No character, no name, no nomenclature, just woman, and then gave her a title called wife. That was it. What is the importance of a name? A name is a word or set of words by which a person or thing is known or addressed or referred to. Now, Eve had no name all through Genesis chapter 2, but just referred to as woman because that was what Adam called. God brought her for a name. Adam did not give her a name. So she was just referred to as woman. So look at that. And the serpent said unto woman. And the woman said, and the woman said, did not have a name until Genesis 3, when she, after she had eaten the apple or given Adam and everything, they were hiding. And God said, ah, have you eaten of the fruit that you shouldn't have eaten? And he said, the woman that you gave me, not the wife, the woman that you gave me, she made me do this. And God turned and said, woman, she had no name. But would you, would it surprise you that at Genesis 3.20, after the curse, after God had given them, disciplined them and cursed the ground for their sake, it was now after that, and Adam named her Eve. What he should have done in the beginning, he did not. It was after that he now gave her a name, which means mother of the living. Now, Adam means earth. Eve means mother of the living, who came from Adam, who came from earth. The problem with Adam, remember that the story of Adam and Eve is the story of the fall of man, which tells you that Adam made a mistake. That mistake caused his fall. The mistake he made was when God brought someone. Eve had no name, had no... But you have to understand, why does God change people's names? Why is it that when God wants to relate, he changes the name? Abraham was changed to Abraham. Uh, uh, Sarah was changed to Sarah. Saul was changed to Paul. Uh, the, the same thing with Gideon. You know, he, there is something about a name which tells you that it refers to reputation it refers to content and character 
when you give a person a name, you are calling the person what it would be. So if I call you serpent, you would eventually, every time anybody calls you, you are called in your lifetime over a billion times. So everybody refers to you serpent, 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 serpent. Eventually, you would take the traits of that. Now, woman had no name. It was easier for the serpent who was there to influence her because he had no content, he had no character. Adam had because he had been referred to as soil. So he was as stable. He was the origin. Everything came from soil, from earth. Eve had no form. The reason it was easy was because the woman had no name. And the reason God brought Adam to uh, Eve to Adam as his tradition, after creating something, he will bring to Adam to name. Adam did not name her until the fall, until the character had come and through her, he fell. Now, this is the story of marrying an absolute stranger. The mistake here was that immediately he saw her, he made her wife. There was no association. There was no rubbing off. There was no teaching. There was no dating. There was no courtship. He just saw her and made her wife. And that is the story of the downfall of man. So why would you use the story of the downfall of man to tell another man to follow the story of how men fell? Are you supposed to follow after the story of Adam and Eve? Is that what you should replicate? Don't you know the topic, the title, all through generation is the fall of Adam. And they are quoting the same fall and telling you to follow that same pattern. Take a woman, no name. You don't know who she is, no character, nothing. You just, oh, this is a woman. Uh, uh, I've seen uh, my wife. Immediately you call her wife. Somebody, this was a conversation between myself and someone. He just called me and said, I've seen a barrister, thank you, I've seen my wife. And I was like, ah, I wasn't aware that you were in a relationship. He said, ah, she just passed by now. And I said, oh, what's her name? He said he would get back to me. I was like, ah, you don't know the name. Apparently he just saw a woman and he fell in love. The story of Adam and Eve was the first classical story of love at first sight. He saw her and he loved her immediately. Did not name her, just took her as wife. And her character, what she did to support and to help him rise was opposite. She aided his fall, not knowing, she said, I was deceived, but it was the same. Through her, he fell. You don't just marry an absolute stranger without a name. And I said, ah, how, I didn't even understand. You said you've seen your wife, you don't know the name. You said, hey, I'm going to talk to her now, I'm going to approach her. I said, ah, so how is she your wife? He said, because that's the girl I will marry. I said, like that, you just saw her. I said, that's the girl that she passed. All he saw was physical shit. It was all physical. Ah, she's pretty. She has everything in the right place. Right fronted, right package. <laughs> and he just said, I've seen my wife. And that is the problem men marrying people you do not date you don't know anything about her because somebody just said uh, this is my sister you are looking for and you know it, it happens too often too often 
I know a girl, you know, like I told you about the lady who introduced the customer. One girl that comes to buy and the brother, the like a nephew or so, cousin said, I was looking for somebody to marry and said, ah, I know somebody. What was the credential? The girl came, comes to buy from her shop. That was it. She didn't tell him. She just said, ah, I know somebody. I have a very good girl in my, in my neighborhood. What was her credential? She comes to buy noodles. She comes to buy. That, that makes her a good wife. And you recommended this. And the boy man took it, married. And then problems started. You know, after the first year, second year, when the problem was so much, the man decided to now go to her village. And, you know, they had the meeting there. Now went to the king of the village. It was an Igbo man, you know, the, the king of that village, to tell them about the family. And when they heard the name of the family, he said, ah, ah, you married from that family. Then they asked that, why did any of your family members come to inquire? Said, no, we met in Lagos. Said, ah, nobody marries from that family. That that family are outcasts. Why? Because they fight with everybody, so nobody deals with them. That was the day he knew that in the village, people have separated these people as problem, problem makers. That they are recalcitrant, they are arrogant, they are thugs, they fight, they are not reasonable. And he stood. And then I said, call your auntie that introduced the auntie now. Said, uh, I said, that uh, I didn't know that she's a customer she comes to buy from my shop what does she sell let us even say it was uh, she claimed to buy in millions she will be selling uh, indomie selling milk and selling that is what made you give somebody a woman as wife round up this messages the story of Adam and Eve is not one that should be replicated in the lives of the same Well, look at the story of Adam and Eve. God gave Eve to Adam. So it is God that chooses. No, God brought Eve to Adam so that Adam would give her a name. That was the tradition of God. Immediately after creation, you would see that in Genesis um, 2.19, that every fall of the air brought them unto Adam to see what he would call. When he created the woman, brought her too to Adam to see what he would call her. But he saw her, fell in love, and could, was so in love that he forgot to give her a name. It was after the downfall. Can you imagine, we're married. I know I'm referring to you as woman. Uh, woman, are we going out? He, they were married and had no name. She had no name. It was odd. That relationship, Adam and Eve, was very odd because she had no name. Please, people, stop following the example of Adam and Eve, saying that God brought Adam to Eve. That was the example of the downfall of man. That is not what you should repeat or emulate. It is an example to show how Adam fell, and that was what necessitated Christ to come and die for somebody. For all of us so please let us put this issue of spirit you see next year from next year, anybody that comes to tell me that uh, it was uh, the bread and it was i will walk you out of my i will just walk you out of my office and send you back to the pastor or the woman or the man or the prophet or the mountain you got the name from i would no longer even attend to that because it is the most ridiculous uh, state of affairs it is the most ridiculous. You don't know the person. 